What's up, y'all? It's finally Friday. You know you start talking and you realize your nose is stopped up because the environment's changed. Very much annoying. Um, I am so happy that it's Friday. I'm always happy. I, I'll enjoy the day of getting to Friday a little bit more because as soon as Friday hit, man, that stuff just goes fast. It goes so fast, but I try to cherish it as much as I can. Um, today was a good day. It was a quiet day. Me and my son went to go work out and, you know, he's off today. I'm not off, but yeah, my husband did some chores. Love that. Love that for us. Um, yeah, it was a good day and prayerfully the weekend will be nice and peaceful and I don't have to use too much brain power on anything. That's what I'm praying for. A nice, quiet weekend. Um, as far as the news goes, there really wasn't nothing new going on. Still talking about Trump and his, um, cases. They did a thing about the, something being inside the Earth's core, which we know conspiracy theorists love that because they swear we have another planet within the planet of earth like the aliens live in the core so i think at this point the government is just trolling conspiracy theorists they're giving people they're peeping people preoccupied with this alien talk and all this other crap but i got too many bills to worry about aliens so unless they gonna wipe my bills i don't really care what these aliens is doing you feel me um, so Chick-fil-A introduces the honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich. Absolutely disgusting. Pimento cheese on a sandwich is just, pimento cheese is, I've never had it, but everybody says it's gross. So I'm going to just believe everybody because that with a name like pimento cheese, why? So BET was going to get sold, but they changed their plans. I know that. P. Diddy and Tyler Perry were going to be some of the people that bidded on it, but they decided not to sell it. So there's that. Um, the news is kind of recycled today, which is kind of good. That means nothing too crazy is happening in the world. Let's see what else we got here. Donald Trump is going to stand trial after the election. So that means that he could still uh, become president and just be like he did last time, just being in charge the whole four years. Um, Britney Spears' ex Sam believes that Britney cheated on him with a House staff member. Saw a video of them together. I think he's been setting her up to take her money for real. because that's just interesting i think he's he's like you know what let me get my fame because britney never pulled it together for them to be famous together so he's like i'm about to do this he said that britney attacked him in his sleep left him with a black eye he about to just really try to smear britney's name but it ain't gonna work bro because britney fans are like cray cray they ain't gonna they ain't gonna let you do that they they love her um marcus jordan michael jordan's son is looking at marrying scotty pimpin's ex-wife i mean 
kudos to them, I guess. Brittany's out riding a horse, so she almost looks good after that dude left. I mean, I know why they were together. She was looking weird, but this is the first time I've ever seen her out in public, like, in some sun. Paris Hilton and family seen frolicking Maui Beach as fires rage. A lot of people don't like that because they are in Hawaii regardless of the fires. <clears throat> Not shocking. Yeah, man. Yeah, the stars. The Most of the news is filled with Britney stuff. I got a, a lot of story times. So I'm gonna get into them. So let's read a couple of Reddit stories. Let's see what we got here. What things can be discussed among men but never with women? What is it, dudes? I'm quitting my job and joining the French Legion because I have two kids. I don't want to see a bunch of taxes I don't want to pay and nobody's going to hire an ex time, so F it. Want to come with me? My girlfriend has a group text between herself and four of the women. I know all the problems of their respective boyfriends, which ones has a drug problem, which one has a hard time keeping it up, their sizes, etc. There's very little respect for their partner's privacy. I don't think my girlfriend is sharing anything major with them at this point. Once things get serious, so they do. That goes through my mind before I share anything. I guess men don't talk that deeply about each other penis problems i mean you can have this conversation with a woman but i don't think they'd be much help that's is unless they are a doctor depression men my buddy says they can't talk to their wives about their mental health that's sad but my husband's not a, i don't i don't think he'd be anywhere sharing his my husband talks to me but he's kind of a vault when it comes to his feelings so i can't even see him going around talking to his friends about his problem let's see men with a female significant other your deodorant is out what do you do of course you're going to use your wife's deodorant I would hope. I use, I mean, I use the most unhealthy prescription deodorant. I don't, I don't even care, dude. My deodorant is so strong and I know it's probably bad for me, but my husband could definitely use my deodorant. See what the women are talking about. You have the power to give men women struggles for a week. What are you giving them? Definitely my period. Absolutely. Take it. Because they really don't know everything that comes with it. And I guarantee you a lot of men would be killing people. Um, periods, childbirth. Yeah, I think it's without question. It's periods. A lot of people are saying period, period poop. Yeah, your stomach be tore up on your period. For me, it's the physical inferiority. They get to live in a world where they are 
weaker smaller thinner and shorter yeah maybe they can understand that too but would they still have their men brains because although we give them the struggle would they think of it like men do or women let's see what is the most disgusting thing you've seen in a restaurant roaches crawling on the table dude it was this catfish jumping catfish that was big where i'm from and it one day i seen some roaches on the table while we was eating that's how you know the ro- when the roaches come out in the daytime they're bad they are bad bad somebody said condensation above a buffet turning brown and dripping down in the food thing a woman changing her baby's diapers on one of the tables yeah think about that next time you want to eat off the table a napkin run across the floor Oof. actual human poop run out of someone's pants leg they didn't even notice or mind wow man y'all gonna make me want to eat at home for their i need to this whenever i'm hung like whenever i'm on a diet i always read the most disgusting things or watch something it kills my appetite instantly so if you're ever struggling with that i'm telling you that's all you gotta do all right let's get into these story times y'all this was a crazy story so this woman um was trapped in this house and the police had to like cut a bolt like she had a chain around her neck so let's get into this about the woman who was being kept inside of a house chained in louisville kentucky and they are freaking crazy y'all so this is the lady joanna wilson they have released her identity and what she has to say is crazy it's a little hard to keep up with but from what i'm understanding she had went to the house to help her estranged boyfriend clean the house up she had saw him on a bicycle and he asked her to come over and help clean so I guess while she's there helping him clean this house up, he asks her if she wants to do it the easy way or the hard way, and she says the easy way, and she said that she let him put the chain on her neck. But she said that she was absolutely terrified, and he started choking her with it. And I guess there was like a phone call to a friend, and he said that he was going to take some equipment back to Lowe's, and that he told her when he got back, he was going to kill her. And while he was gone is when she seen people walking and said that that was going to be her only chance to get free. So she started screaming at the people for help. Okay, so in the video, you can see that the officers in the fire department are having to like pry the door open. And apparently it's because he had like everything boarded shut with nails. But she said that he had a key to the inside and out. So I don't know how he was getting in and out of the house. Joanna said that the only clothes that she has is what she was wearing because he burned all of her clothes and that he cut her hair with a machete. She did also say that they had a baby together that was born at three pounds and three ounces with the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck. She had this baby at home and she said that he would not help her at all or even call 911. But she did say that she got help and the baby is fine now. According to this news report, police do have a person of interest that they are currently looking for. Yeah, that was confusing. I thought, I mean, so how long was she there? Like, the details 
I got robbed by a fucking NFL player and no one gave a fuck because he was an NFL player. If you know about iPhones and iKeychain password or whatever it's called, if you just type in the word passwords and settings, you can see my password for every fucking website I'm affiliated with. So I'm assuming this is what they did. So they got Cash App, they got Zelle, they got all my shit. And so when I said, oh, he Zelled himself all my money, no. He Zelled the 5000 the limit of the day, and he stole my Cartier watch. Let's show you. Because actually, everyone thinks that I'm a admirer. His dumbass must have forgot that he had his government name on there. Well, here's my government name so they can see it. Fraud alert, Damon Arnett. He's trying to charge my cash app thousands of dollars over and over. There's the first one, and just scroll through the pictures. And this is on October 27, 2022. So she got jacked by NFL player. Dang. I think one thing, yeah. too, that, like, I just showed some people in my life that they didn't know about is the the click five times on your iPhone's power button. What does it do? Okay, you guys. So, this is, like, I'm constantly scared about getting kidnapped. Like, I will talk about this throughout the episode. But, like, getting kidnapped is my biggest fear. So, if you have an iPhone, and I'll try to, like, screen record and just zoom on the screen or whatever. But if you have an iPhone and you click the power button five times... It goes into like an emergency response system. So it looks like this. And it says like emergency what? SOS. And then it immediately, if you let it go and you don't like press cancel like I just did, it automatically calls emergency services and you can set up your emergency people and it'll automatically send them a message that you need help and it'll send them your location where you're at. Wow. I love this. So all y'all iPhone users, go ahead and get it done. Okay, y'all, we got to get into this video from Louisville. I think Louisville, Kentucky. Um, It's trending all over, and there's, like, no articles written about it. So maybe by posting this video, we'll get the word out. Now, shout out to Kate Dickerson29 because she's posting a whole bunch of videos in regards to this case. They stated in the video that a woman was yelling out the window for help, and she had a, um, a chain, like a thick chain around her neck like she was being held captive so let's get into the video so it looks like he's going in through the window that she was like like she was calling out of but there's more wait for it this reminds me of that Amanda Berry story. Okay, and then this scene, you can see her coming out of the house here. Right there, her right here. Wow, she looks terrifying. There's a third video post, and I encourage you to go check it out, but this firefighter scene right here had to get bolt cutters because she had this thick, like... I don't know what kind of chain it is. It's like one of those chains you'd be seeing on those giant pit bulls and stuff or like those chain link fence. But he had to get bolt cutters because it was so thick around her neck. Um, I'm going to continue to look for any articles in regards to this story, but we do have the city. It says Louisville, and I'm going to keep you guys posted. Yeah, that was crazy. So let me introduce myself to everybody. My name is Tina. I am Phoebe Varlene's mom. I am Nevaeh Diamond's maternal grandmother. And I am the one that's on here trying to spread fentanyl awareness. I'm being asked questions as to why was she even smoking weed in the first place? 
is that really a pertinent question? Because I know in the early 90s, I was smoking weed. I wasn't 18. I did a lot of stuff that I wasn't supposed to. Just like at least 75% of kids out there nowadays have done something that they're not supposed to, that they're underage or they're not, or illegal. So, yeah. Why was my daughter smoking weed? I don't care. I don't care. Now, she was coke. That's addictive. And ruins, like, your teeth and, like, just your your whole mentality and everything. Absolutely, I would question that. It's weed. Sorry. It's decriminalized in the state of Virginia. So, uh, that should tell you something. It's out there. They're gonna smoke it. Especially now that it's decriminalized. Ask the right questions, guys. Ask the right questions. Another question that I got was, um, funny, she's the only one that overdosed. I don't know about you guys, but when my daughter was brought into Henrico Doctors Hospital in Richmond, Virginia, and she was brain damaged, the last thing on my mind was trying to see if there was anybody else in the ER that was in there for a fentanyl overdose. She fought for two days until she went completely brain dead. That means she's stuck on life support. There's no coming back from that. There's no brain activity. My daughter is gone. Still gets... I will never forget the last hug that I got from my daughter. And now I don't even get to see the little piece of her that's left, which is my granddaughter. Guys, the right questions to ask is know who your friends are and know what you're doing. Fentanyl is in a liquid form now. Fentanyl has been found in vapes. Fentanyl has been found on Xanax. Fentanyl has been found on candy. The little fish candy. The old school fish candy. And then, of course, there's the fentanyl patches still, which they use that for cancer patients. And then, of course, the powder fentanyl, which is what's being laced with weed. Do your research. If you don't know what you're smoking or who it came from, make sure somebody knows where you're at. Make sure you have a plan B in place just in case, because my daughter didn't. She was a Jane Doe for two hours until they called her work because they saw her slip in her pants pocket and they gave her description and they said, that's our new employee, Phoebe. Nobody should have to bury a kid. This is why I do these posts. I try not to be in it. I don't want it to be about me. It should be about my granddaughter and my daughter. It should be about making sure that you guys are paying attention to what's going on and who you're with. It should be to have something in place that if you have kids and you smoke weed and you just, you need to have a backup plan, a will, something in place. You guys aren't asking the right questions and that's so upsetting. That's disturbing. You guys are so focused on 
well, why was she the only one that, that was in there for overdose? That's weird. Why is she smoking weed in the first place? That She's not even 18, blah, blah, blah. Guys, really? I can't change that, that my daughter overdosed. I can't change the fact that my daughter smoked weed. I can't go back into time. That is outside of my control. What I can't control is making people aware. And what I can control is letting my granddaughter know that her maternal grandmother loves her deeply and wants to see her and aches to see her and has tried communicating with the other side of the family and is being ignored or being uh, <laughs> defamed on social platforms and then being harassed. Like, guys, I just want to help other people so they don't have to bury their kid. And I can't tell you how many posts other people have put on here. They've lost niece. They've lost husbands. So, yeah, I don't know what else she's talking about. But, no, it is really dangerous and very scary. Um, Because these young kids are experimenting with drugs. And they don't know what's in it. They just want to be young and carefree. And it is so dangerous. And, you know, really the only solution is just to pray over your kids, man. Because... You can't always be with them, you know, I don't even know how to really, I mean, you could be an example. To me, these stories, these kind of stories are important to show kids, especially young kids, about even trying drugs and how things are laced with them. I think, like, for me, I saw one of my cousins uh, drink something that somebody had put in his drink when he was, like, younger. I was young. And that drink, whatever it was, it messed him up to where he had to end up going to a nursing home. Like, he never came back from that. And so I've always been very paranoid of drugs and alcohol and stuff like that. So, I mean, but that's kind of how you learn, like, examples. Like, show your kids examples of what can happen. Because you can constantly say, don't do drugs, don't do this. But especially with weed now, with it being legal in a lot of places, like, you you do have to find a different approach. I couldn't even imagine. Let's see what else we got here. Time for an introduction. Let's go ahead and get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about Carolyn Gloria Blanton. Let's go ahead and get into it. I'm going to go ahead and start by saying information for this particular store was so hard to find. I mean, it was easier to find Anne Frank. But in early 1994, like January, she was like 41. So I'm assuming she was born in 1953. But I can't find no information about that. Also, I'm pretty sure she has at least one sibling. It's her sister. That'll become important later on. But anyways, from everything I could find, I don't know anything about her childhood, but I know in her late 20s, her family started noticing that she was acting a little weird. Who has a feeling that Trump's going to come back? Who's with me? Can I get a like and follow? We got this delusional. And from that point, they desperately tried to get her institutionalized. Not sure why they never were able to get this done, but whatever it is, what it is, she just went around being bonkers. So fast forward, she meets this guy. His name is Peter Michael Green. He was 10 years older than her, and for whatever reason, he liked her. He thought she was beautiful. I mean, if you squint your eyes and and drink a little bit, take away the glasses. Okay, I'll let you have it. And so they began dating. With there being so little information about everything, I'm not sure if he knew that she was crazy. Hell, I'm not even sure if she knew that she was crazy. Whatever. Now, Peter has some friends. And they were actually good friends to actually keep up with him. The last time they saw him was November the 11th of 1993. Then they couldn't find him no more. 
He wouldn't answer the phone. He wouldn't go anywhere. He stopped going to work. All of it. So what exactly happened? All right, so let me tell you the best way that I could piece it together. So Carolyn was hanging out with Peter. Not sure what they were doing, but whatever, they was having a good time. Then Carolyn pulls out a gun. It's a 25 millimeter. That's where she shoots Michael four times in the torso area. Then she was like, oh my, oh wait. She was like, oh my God, I have a body. What am I going to do? It was at this point that she proceeds to decapitate, cut his head off, took, took it off his body. Then she took his legs right from under him. She took his head and left it at some isolated location. Nobody found it, at, at least at first. Now for the legs. She took his legs to her apartment. That's where she got a carving knife and she took the meat off of the bone. I don't know why I'm whispering, but it's yo. She started at the ankles and removed all the calf muscles, everything. Just took it off. She got the crock pot and she boiled it. And she put it in a bowl. And then she was like, This is my meal. I call this girl dinner. Girl, girl, girl dinner. dinner. She proceeded to just eat his meat and not in the good way not in the good way at all so now by this point his friends peter's friends they were looking for peter they reported him missing and the police came to his apartment to do a welfare check upon entering his house that's when the police found his torso some sources said in a locker some sources said in like a dresser type deal or a closet i'm not sure but they found his torso in his house his head was found shortly afterwards but at this point, they didn't have an idea of who done it. I guess that would mean that they were broken up at this point in time. Because normally they would go for the spouse. So maybe they were already broken up. But really, they had no leads at this point. That was until they got a call. Somebody called on the phone. Hello? Yeah, um, I think I found somebody's legs. In the dumpster. And it was just, his his feet were there. The feet with, with leg bone. But the muscle, they were. When I tell you, I would have ran away from that. I would have been no more good. No more good. So they do their research and they realize that the apartment that they're at belongs to this pretty lady here. So they show up to her apartment and that's where they find a pickled Peter. She was pickling him. She was pickling some of his meat inside of jars. Some of his substances was still in the crock pot. Now, since he had been gone since November, what I'm thinking here is that her house is like those hoarder houses and she don't clean up after herself. Because he's been gone for almost two months and he still have his meat inside of the crock pot. This woman house had to be nasty. They found a hatchet, knives, the gun that was used, a homemade silencer, and forceps. So, of course, they arrest her, right? But, yo, yo, the story's about to make you mad. It's about to make you really, really mad. Because they get to court, right? And she tells him, I'm so sorry. The person that did this is not me. I'm sorry. I am not the same woman who did this. It was her. <laughs> she did this. <laughs> and everybody in court was like, okay. They literally said, you can look at her and tell that she's insane. And they just let her go. Well, they didn't let her go. She had to go to a psychiatric place facility but she was let off basically y'all in just a few years this is also when a uh, sister came into court and was like hey we try to get her admitted several times when she was younger 
I mean, the thing happened in 94. In 99, they said that she was mentally unfit for trial. 2005, she got off. Y'all, she ate a whole ass man. And she's a free woman. Now, there were some conditions of her release. Like, she had to go to AA meetings. She had a uh, meeting with a parole officer like three times a week. She had to have a job. That type of stuff. Also, any relationship that she decides to get into has to be closely monitored as well. And she has to have regular injections for schizophrenia. They literally said, as long as you're taking her medicine, she ain't no danger to nobody. I know this is the end, but today's story is entitled Man Eater. And this is her theme song. He just ate my ass. He want to switch. Now eat his ass. Eat his ass. Eat a nigga ass. That's crazy, right? That whole story was crazy. But, you know, that's one of the things I think about is, like, if the apocalypse comes and then, like, these psych ward people that are going to get out, I'm telling y'all, y'all be thinking about hysteria. Y'all better be thinking about them psych ward people that they going to let out and all them real killers that just enjoy killing. Like, listen, stay prayed up. That I constantly do. But these are things that cross my mind because, like, these people, they're amongst us, you know, and this is a woman just out, you know, and how can they closely monitor her relationships and all that? They, like, these parole officers can barely do the job of regular people, let alone somebody like that. Hey, y'all there? Okay. Here is another um, weight loss surgery tip. Again, tip. TikTok is not a doctor's office. We do not use this in the place of getting medical advice from a certified medical professional let's understand that okay i, I see a lot of y'all saying you know oh don't scare me or oh i didn't need to know that yes you do sis yes you do bro you need to know these things you will have your own experience of course um you need to know these things because if something happens with your body then it's something that you'll recognize okay if it don't happen to you glory be to god but at least you are made aware of other people's experiences but you still have to create your own got that okay we got that now another tip when it comes to weight loss surgery, whether it's gastric bypass or whether it's the sleeve, let me tell you something. Do not drink. And if you do, it needs to be two to three years afterward. It has to be something minimal. Now, if you are a heavy drinker and you're used to drinking and you don't care about your stomach burning, you don't care about ulcers forming, you don't care uh, about stuff going on with your belly, that's fine. When you have surgery, your tolerance level goes from this to this. One glass of wine is like two bottles uh, of wine. One shot is like you've drank the whole bottle, okay? Your body takes it different. It comes easy and very effective, but it goes easy too. Once you use the bathroom a time or two, it's like you've never drank anything. You've never had a glass of wine or anything like that. But let me tell you something. If you do it frequently, your stomach will begin to form ulcers. The ulcers, they, I mean, the liquor burns through your stomach and you'll begin to have pain day after day after day. Now, this is something you don't have to do. This is not a 
like a real live side effect to me because it's something that you don't have to do. But if you are a drinker already, they say, now you look this up, that you can uh, get more addicted to alcohol after gastric bypass surgery. Look it up. It's the truth. You can become more addicted and you can become a alcoholic because it's a gene that is something that, that happens or something uh, when you drink alcohol, when you've had weight loss, weight loss surgery, that you crave it more. I have seen full-blown alcoholics created from uh, drinking after gastric bypass surgery or the gastric sleeve. So, if you have one of those genes where, you know, it's hereditary in your family to have uh, addictive behavior, don't do it. If you have ulcer issues, don't do it. If you have stomach issues already, GERD, anything, don't do it. I'm telling you. I'm advising you not to do it. I mean, I can't tell anybody anything. It'll mess your stomach up. It'll mess the lining of your stomach up. You will constantly have to have EGDs where they go down your your tummy uh, with the scope just to watch uh, the lining of your stomach or your uh, esophagus or your uh, your intestines, all of that. You will rub a hole in it. It will burn a hole in it. So I'm telling you now, if you have weight loss surgery, if you have any type of weight loss surgery, be careful about alcohol. It'll mess you up real bad. And after a while, you start uh, not feeling the effects so much of, of the alcohol, you know, and, and what it can do to you. But it'll mess you up long term. I'm telling you, your liver, all of that, your body tolerates everything differently now. So if you are a drinker. If you are somebody, you know, somebody that likes to go out and have a wine with your dinner or partying with friends, remember, you don't have the same stomach as they do. Your liver, your tolerance, the filtering of alcohol, all of that changes. Honey, just don't do it. Okay? Okay, bye. Everybody I know that drunk before weight loss surgery, they was already alcoholic, so. But I do understand what she's saying. August 22nd, 2023, we are one week away. There's a meeting happening that can radically, radically transform everything in our financial system. If you've been following my channel, I reported to you guys about the BRICS country, Brazil, India, Russia, China, and South Africa, and South, Saudi Arabia, excuse me, is working to join them. Well, there's been this big narrative around de-dollarization. August 22nd, number one, there's a big energy transfer and those who know will comment here. This month is very heavy in energy. So if you're feeling a lot of chaos, a lot of people acting out, or you feel frustrated, or things aren't working out, there's a heavy energy this month. And there's also some big things transferring financially. So the BRICS countries are meeting on August 22nd, 2023, one week away in South Africa. The South African president is encouraging other African countries to join the BRICS meeting to get on the train. Now, why is this important? Africa is wanting to work heavily with China or align more with the BRICS countries. Because if you watch my YouTube video, they're talking about how America is a bully and they called it one dimensional. It's one dimensional. We can't really make decisions. We're dominated by the dollar dominance. Think about that for just a moment. They feel like they can have more sovereignty with China, 
There's a massive transfer happening right now. This is like not against, for, up, down, left, right. My present CEO is God, and I follow the life of Jesus. God is my present CEO, and Jesus is my mentor. But what this is is a radical transformation in an economic system, social, geopolitical, and here's my predictions. They're going to meet on August 22nd, 2023. We have 19 countries working to join BRICS, which is going to dominate America's GDP. Now, America has always been the dominant currency. It's the largest gross domestic product. It's the largest country. It has been the largest dominant force because all oil has been traded in dollars. But something else happened yesterday. India made its first crude oil payment in their own local currency outside the American dollar. So I know we're all concerned with who's being cloned and what the Kardashians are doing. But Americans, your world is radically transforming right now. And as Rosie Real said, you need a shock to the system to change consumer behaviors. So expect interest rates to continue to go up. The middle class getting wiped out. Leverage source technology moving down to the working poor in America. The industrial area getting smashed and your whole banking system switching over to a blockchain technology on-demand liquidity. Dollar will slowly lose its dominance as the dominant currency, and we will head into a bags of currency regulated by bag of currencies. Excuse me, and there'll be a central bank digital currency, programmable money. Not for, not supporting that, but that's what's coming. So you can resist an invisible enemy, or you can understand the changes that are coming and transform your financial investments so that you don't end up in a situation like the Great Depression. Here's the difference. There's no paper boy going, hear ye, hear ye, and you have no other context other than what's in the paper. You now have a decision. You have internet, you have information, you have technology, you can question everything I'm saying by diving into the internet. And that's why the distractions are going to be much greater. So get out of the Coliseum, stop getting drunk off the wine, understand this is nothing new under the sun, this is a big economic human cycle. August is going to be absolutely wild. And as we head into the back end of this year, you're going to have crypto regulation. Bank of International Settlements is giving crypto regulation to the G20. G20 will be coming up with their global recommendations. I guarantee you as we head into 2024, 2025, 2026, up to 2030, your local banks will start custing your cryptocurrency. They just downgraded the regional banks, 10 of them in America. America got downgraded from AAA to AA+. The monetary system is absolutely effed in America. And globally, everybody's over leveraged. But you can fix this by moving money really fast and getting everybody's money in the system. And welcome to our new financial system for the next 100 years. So there's going to be a small percentage of the population that transforms the foundation in education and invests in the new infrastructure and has the resources to change the future and generations. Warriors, rise, get your shit together. Let's go. Love you guys. Remember, I will never proactively DM you. Those are all scammers. I say this on every video. They're using AI technology to mimic our voices. I will never contact you on WhatsApp. I'll never ask you to send me money. That's not me you're talking to. We have a education academy linked in our bio, the 3T Warrior Academy. It's education. We also have our licensed insurance team. I'm a licensed insurance agent. I have an insurance company. I have licensed insurance agents in all 50 states teaching you Index Universal Life, Infinity Banking Concept, or how to insure your wealth with tax code 7702 for tax-free retirement. I have agents in all 50 states to support you to have a free conversation to understand your retirement number or if you're confused about your 401k or what's going to happen with the economy. This will help give you options. Financial education, it's a free consultation. So make sure you only use the links here in my social 
you'll understand if you're talking to my team. My team will not ask you to send them money for an They done mastered the art of being exactly who you want them to be. He ain't lying. He is not lying. I didn't realize how sneaky men could be because I don't have that level of sneak in me. Like some shit I can't even think of. And don't get me wrong. I've definitely had my days of doing bullshit. But I've seen shit that some of my partners have done that I've been like, how the fuck did you even think of that? Like, for instance, me and a couple of my homeboys sitting in my cousin's house one day just chilling. And my homeboy that's sitting next to me, he's scrolling on Facebook. And he see a picture that this girl posted, and it's obviously a thirst trap. And she got on the bare minimum, and he like, damn, and she probably said, I want to hit that. I got I to gotta hit that. So I literally watch him leave the Facebook app, go into his phone app, and set an alarm for three days later. And so I ask him, like, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, well, I'm not going to inbox her right now because 50 other men are inboxing her because of that picture she posted. She's getting a lot of attention right now. If I inbox her right now, I'm going to sound like every other dude that's inboxing her. So I'm setting an alarm for three days from now to remind myself to hit her up when she ain't getting all that attention. And she gonna think that I'm not hitting her up about that picture. She gonna think it ain't got nothing to do with that picture. And now I stand out. And I seen him with the same girl two weeks later. And two weeks after that, she was gone. Like he literally set an alarm in his phone to remind him to hit up a girl that he only wanted to fuck. And I'm like, you can go through this level of thinking to chase some ass like, what the fuck? So I asked him, so what if three days from now she posts another thirst trap? And he goes, I just set another alarm. I've already waited three days. What's waiting three more? And I'm sitting there like, I don't know if this is fucking genius or if it's fucking disgusting. But it's the truth. It's a man out there right now that's been waiting to fuck you. He just hadn't done it yet. And this man will wait for weeks, months, even years. And when he gets it and he's had his feel of you, he's on to the next. And the even sadder part is this does not apply to all men. Most men don't fit this category. But the ones that do chase ass all day long and it makes it seem like it's most men. Because most men, and I'm talking real men, don't really have the time to chase ass like that. So if a woman gets hit on 10 times in a day and eight of those men are only looking for sex, to her, it seems like all men want sex. But she's not counting the other 42 men that she walked past that didn't even notice her because he got work on his mind or he just trying to get groceries and get home and cook so he can get to sleep and go to work the next morning. My advice is just be careful and understand what kind of man you're dealing with. One small, unimportant decision that you made that changed the whole trajectory of your life. Okay, so I've only shared this uh, pretty much in therapy, but let's go ahead and share it with the internet today. Um, when I was 13, I was playing hide-and-go-seek with my brothers, and I decided to hide in my parents' closet. They had like a walk-in closet, so I went in there and I hid. Um, while I was waiting for my brother to find me, I happened to find the combination to my dad's safe, which he kept in the closet. So I opened it up, expecting to find some money, and I found a lot more than that. Inside his safe, he had um, stacks of little VHS tapes, like little cassette tapes. Um, I don't know if you guys remember those, but they were what you would use to make um, home videos. 
And so he had these videos stacked in there. And so I took a couple, curious what they were, and I ran to my brothers and we stopped playing hide and go seek. And we went downstairs and my brother was putting it in the videotape player and my mom was like, what are you guys doing? And we told her and so she's like, oh, I wanna watch with you guys. And we happily sat down on the sofa together to watch these tapes. And what came up was my dad um, sexually abusing me when I was little. He filmed himself and then he kept all the tapes in the safe. Now, after years of therapy, um, I discovered that I blocked all this out, which I guess is a common response to childhood trauma. Um, so I didn't remember any of it at first. Um, I didn't, I didn't even recognize myself at first in the videos. Um, but I am very happy that I found the combination to a safe and I happened to open it that day because he could have easily gotten rid of all that evidence. It would have stayed blocked in my mind and we would have never known about all of that. And my parents ended up getting divorced. My mom married an amazing man. Um, we moved. I now met my husband in the new area we moved to and um, yeah, everything changed. So um, take a guess how much time you think my dad served for um, what he did. Just take a guess. So yeah, he only got two years um, a week in jail is what she said. And he only had to go to jail from Friday through Saturday. That's absolutely crazy. I didn't, I, I mean, especially the, her just finding them tapes and them sitting down to watch it. I can't even imagine. Um, I'm glad that her mother did the right thing and got out of there, but it's just like, I'm curious to know if he had any other victims and all that. And yeah, he only got two years. It's crazy, but yeah. People were sick, y'all. Watch over your kids. Pay attention to stuff. Remember the iPhone. Click it five times. It goes in the SOS mode. There's so many ways to save yourself and save each other. But most important, pray over each other. And and just, I, I'm going to pray over you guys. I pray you guys have an amazing weekend. And is it in yet? It's signing off. Toodles. Toodles.